It's not too late to make someone's holiday season a special one. Start now as an Amazon delivery station warehouse associate to earn some extra money for the holidays. You'd help bring joy to thousands near you by preparing packages and loading them up for their final delivery. With night and early morning shifts available through the new year, you'd also have the flexibility to spend time with your loved ones. To start as a delivery station associate, go to Amazon.com slash holiday work. Amazon is a proud equal opportunity employer. What's good, ladies and gentlemen? You are listening to Sideline Talk, where we talk our shh, because we know the game. I'm the humble beast, unashamed hurt. What it is, y'all? Alan C, RP, Nipsey Hustle. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Coach Tay in the building. Yes, sir. Yo, you look like a, a bigger version of Nipsey Hustle right now with the with the do-rag and the beard. And then, and then like, your beard and, like, isn't, like... All the way black, like you got that little, yeah. that curl, to- you know what I mean? <laughs> you got that Nipsey vibe. <laughs> Facts. Hey, man, last last week we had uh, guest Roland Hooker on the show with in the IM series. Uh, this week he's not able to make it. Um, rumors is he's scared. Um, I, I was going to try to like, dress it up a little bit, but no, he's just flat out scared to lose this week. So it is what it is. You know, hopefully you, you get well. That's quotation marks. <laughs> get well. <laughs> and, you know, we'll see you next week. We'll do another I Am Serious, so that way you can redeem yourself, if you will. He need to um, redeem himself from last week. Who he picked last week as a receiver? Who the hell did he pick last week? Oh, yeah. AJ. AJ who? Oh, AJ Brown. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Oh, all right. Oh, all right. He should have redeemed himself from that. Oh, all right. Now, he, now he's sick. <laughs> Ain't no vacation day in Silent <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Look, we got the I Am Serious coming up shortly. Um, let's jump straight into some Shop of the Stoppers. Oh, my fact, yeah, any y'all care about the college basketball? I know. Nope. Oh, all right, cool. I, of course he don't because North Carolina lost to Auburn. I mean. Yeah, Who is it, it happens. Who is the Auburn in basketball? The great Roy Williams, you got. Oh, in basketball. The great Roy Williams in North Carolina Tar Heels, apparently. Wow. <laughs> but when you look at it, the the Final Four, there are four football teams. Well, three football teams and one basketball team represent, represented. Oh. Auburn, you think football. Texas, Texas Tech, you think football. Virginia. You think football. And you got Tom Izzo in Michigan State. The old faithful. I don't give a damn where Michigan State is ranked during the season. Come March, they get to at least the Elite Eight. Yeah. That's just how it is. He be having, like, trash teams in the beginning of the season. Like, he be always one of them little classics. Like, Navy classics. Right. Got a squad, but let's get into you know these shop of the stop it's real quick. Al, you like do, do the honors? Kick it off. Shop of the stop it. College basketball regular season is the most unimportant regular season, while college football is the most important regular season as far as playoffs. Are we only doing those two regular seasons, like college football and college basketball? 
Are we only comparing them or are we comparing all regular seasons? No, I'm saying all regular seasons as far as like in rank of importance to like your playoff success or standings or however. That's not fair. How is that not fair? That's not fair. That's not fair. If I had to answer question. That's not fair. Nope, that's not fair. It's not fair. You said which one is more important, right? No, I said college basketball is the most unimportant regular season as it comes to playoff success. And college football is the most important as it comes to playoff success. Oh, I'm going with college basketball. Because No, it's a College basketball is an and. <laughs> not or it's an and. Oh college basketball is the most unimportant and college football is the I would flip them. I would flip the two. I would say college basketball is the most important and college football is the most unimportant because UCF won the Atlantic 10 in college mm-hmm. football and they went undefeated, this and that. What BCS games did they get? That's a valid point. None. But whereas a team like Texas Tech played extremely well I don't think they won the Big 12, and they're in the Final Four and could possibly win it all. So I think that what you do in college basketball regular season matters because, all right, if you dominate your conference, you'll get a seeding. Like, if even if you won the MEAC, you'll get a 16 seed. Like, UNBC shocked the world and beat the number one seed last year. Like, if, if, if a team that was in that division, a team in that division wouldn't even get a sniff at a – Top team in college football, you see what I mean? That's why I think it's more important, you know, I, in basketball. I agree and disagree with your statement. I agree because you said UCF, but that's on them at the same time. They can schedule better opponents to help them with their pole standings. Um, I disagree because it's like how you said somebody from the MEAC can be like nine and nine, get to the tournament, win lucky on the game, win a shot, and make make it hot in the tournament and, and win it all. And win it all. I mean. All you have to do is win your tournament and have a good record, but it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, when you get to that tournament, you got to get hot. You have to stay and hot. Play your best ball. Now, in college, college football, in some cases, unless you're in the SEC, you in any other conference, one loss, you've done it. Mm-hmm. So you have to be either undefeated. Now, I'm, I'm not going against, like, like the younger, the, the weaker conferences now. Being the main conference, all the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, or SEC. If you if you lose once, it's a wrap. Bless you, Alabama. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I completely agree with what John said. Um, like you said, you can it's still you can lose four or five times in a regular season and still get in the NC. <laughs> and still get in the um. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> still get into the NCAA tournament basketball. But in football, like he said, if you lose one time or if you don't even schedule opponents that's tough enough in the eyes of, I guess, whoever does the BCS stuff, then you're not going to qualify to get in the tournament. Because like you said, anything can happen on any any game in both sports right? Um, if you get into the to the tournament. but And then that's, and then that's the case where coaches or organizations in college, they're pushing for – six playoff team playoff because some of them don't want to play 
the tough schedule or, or schedule Alabama or Ohio State or Clemson in the first beginning of the year when you know you had those games highlighted or the close to the middle of the year where it'd be a prime time game, but then you know they still want to be in the play. No, schedule the tough players, get you get yourself in the running and see where you go. I mean, if you've got a good enough team, if you mm-hmm. don't, you're asking the outside looking in playing them side bitches up for four. See, that's why I think they need. I don't think sixes. I don't think you should be rewarded based on somebody's thoughts of your seating. You understand what I'm saying? Like Alabama was one, right? And Clemson, who was two? Clemson. Clemson was two. So they get a first round bye automatically. Now I don't. I don't agree with that. Play your way in, just like everybody else. Now you have an advantage. You do 18. Make the eight play. I mean, the one play to eight. Make mm-hmm. the two play to the seven. Mm-hmm. That's. I mean, that's just what it is. Make Play your way in. Do eight. Then you start wearing down or whatever. That gives somebody else a shot. But if you're playing one or two games, then it, it ain't nothing, man. It, I'm tired of people getting put there. Is college football the only, like, major collegiate sport where the players are just better in the SEC? Because, like, let's just say, like, because Al, Al would probably say the coaching is better in the Big Ten. With Urban Meyer being a better coach than Nick Saban, you would say that, right? But Bama got the right, right. You would say, I mean, you would say that, but you would say SEC got the better players, or is it just, or is it has more players? Not necessarily the better ones, because you're only playing a certain amount. Because I always trip me out, like, if the coaching is good and, the like, the talent is good, like, what's the – why they can't really compete? Like, what, they doing something different down there? Like, <laughs> I, I, just feel like I know Alabama is, like, a, the 33rd NFL team, people call it, but – Different regions just have different positions that they specialize in, like, packing mm-hmm. quarterbacks. Hey, but one of the best Pac-10 quarterbacks was from D.C. Andrew? Yeah. Right. But like historically, you got Andrew, you got oh. Elway, you got... Well, he a Cali kid. Elway's a Cali kid. You got to look at the college teams and how they run their college teams. Aaron Rodgers. <coughs> Cali guy. Everybody comes from Alabama into the draft shredded. And then they, they either lose, they either gain weight, or they don't know how to deal with the structure. Of leaving Alabama, they have a tight structure, so everything is pretty much like a robot. Mm. We'll do what we say. Well, how we I wouldn't say a grown up. I mean, a robot. I would say a a, a grown up. Yeah. Like. Your like yeah, like you, you're grown. You're on your own. Like if you want to play, you better beat him out. Pause. But like handle your business. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Next shot with the stop it. Y'all got one. Y'all got one real quick. Yeah. Shot with the stop it. Uh. The offensive player in the draft that you think is an absolute bust is who? bust? Yes. I can't answer that. Damn, I hate to put this on an 18, 22-year-old kid. But, but. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. Oh, my mind's so late on it. So what do you 
Who ain't gonna make it? Oh, you sound like you got somebody in mind. Though, I right? do, and I hate to put it. I hate to say this kid's name because he only a kid. He could get better, but fucking DK Metcalf. Mm. I think he's a workout warrior, but he's not. I think he's gonna be another Lyman Sweet. Oh wow! Wow! Oh, I can see Roy Williams. Lima Sweet, that's bad, bad. Like Lima Sweet is like, why are you even getting drafted? Damn, Lima Sweet. Wow, I heard Lima Sweet since he got drafted. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly can't answer the question. Do you think everybody gonna be legit, or you just? No, I'm just such an optimist that I can't answer the question. Oh my gosh! If you had to pick one person that you know. felt. I don't know, cause I I ain't scout everybody, right? So I don't know. My I would guess I'll, I'll guess the position. Okay. Offensive lineman. All right, that's where I was going. My but offensive lineman. That's that that would be my guess. That's where I was going. I was heading that direction. John, you got a player? Damn. Florida. He don't like Juwan Tackle? Yeah, he don't like okay. Juwan Tackle at all. Right. You didn't like Lane Matt last year from Notre Dame? I don't like Juwan Tackle. Yeah, how did you not like Quentin Nelson? I still don't like Quentin Nelson. You mean he ain't like none of them. Both of them didn't like. Or McGlitchy. And out there balling. Both of them. Man, y'all crazy. That game was good. What is this? Hold up, wait a minute. So, you like dirt. Even before he married a black woman, when he married a black woman, you, you was Either like, goes. Was like, you know what, Dirk, that's it. That, you know what? <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that was, that was it. He fat sailed Yeah. Like, you know what, wait a minute. Dirk, is that a full plate from a cookout? <laughs> you know what, Dirk, all right. That's there. That was, yeah. And you can't get nobody else no, no shine. What's the closest white person that Dirk into your, your mindset right now? Luca. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> any sport? Mark Andrews. All right, so okay, not my team, not my team. Uh, okay, like Mike Trout? No, uh, uh-uh. uh, I ain't able to do it. Bryce Harper? I ain't never hear nobody say that. Can't do like it. Name that I dislike. Cal Ripken. That's his team, though. Cal, he's my favorite Oriole. Brady Anderson. No way, Brady. Yeah. He got mutton chops. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Brady Anderson. That's my favorite Oriole. <laughs> that is a damn. I'm trying to help John, you out, yo. <laughs> John, that was a hell of a question. I'm trying to throw him alive, man. Yeah. All right, man, forget that. Who's your uh, the bus? <laughs> Jonah Williams. Alabama offensive tackle. Another fair skinned individual. So, look, here's why. (laughs) To me, Jonah Williams struggles with speed rushers. And in the league, he's going to come across people who have strength and speed. True. So, if you're struggling now, I think you're going to struggle in pass rushing. I mean, uh, against pass uh, and pass protection. And run blocking, I think. Jonah gonna be all right at run blocking. I think he eventually gonna be a right tackle. I don't think he can be a left tackle. I think he's gonna be a guard. I can see that. 
I can see that. He's more versatile than anybody in his, in his offensive line. Yeah, I just feel like as an offensive tackle, he going to struggle as an t- offensive tackle because he, he's just not good with his kick stuff ain't quick enough. And I, one thing I was watching on him, when when he do kick step, he overkicks. Mm. So he get over he overkicks and then he gets beat across his face. Mm. Uh, so, and I don't see what you see in Juwan Taylor because everybody in the stuff room, whoever, whoever they are, beat him and sometimes in life. My first line on Jawan Taylor is plays offensive tackle at Florida. I really think he should play guard at the next level. Mm. So I see him playing guard at the next level. If he if plays play, tackle, if you playing guard at the next level, nigga, be drafted in the third round. Mm. I don't see him as a guard at all. I see him as a guard only, like, but because he, I liked him as a run blocker. So that's why I was just like, if he played guard, he'd be all right. I mean, he can he can have a legit what's his name, a Kalechi Osameli career. If he play guard at the next mm-hmm. level, that's why he don't like him at all. Ko was a dude, bro. Ko was a dude. What you mean since when? When Ko was a dude? This nigga was a black Joe Flacco. <laughs> oh, oh, wait a minute. We ain't back on that again. This last week you just buy the picture of that thing. Now talking about Joe Flacco. This nigga had a hot run because somebody got injured and shit. Wow. And he got paid for it. Because if he was worth keeping. Why we keep Yonder? They trying to keep him. They trying to keep KO. And they can try to. They made the right decision. I mean, he All right. Hurt, but he cost them the playoffs. All right, look. Next. I got one more question. Since both of you have scouted offensive linemen, Andre Andre Dillard. Do y'all think, uh, what's his name? Jawan Taylor better than Andre Dillard? What's the shape? I don't know. Let me turn to Andre Dillard. Andre Dillard is the Tim Pass blocker. So he's born, but he's Okay. I put Andre Dillard has uh, uh, above average pass protection. He has good feet, struggles with blitz recognition, and decisions after. <laughs> you said, oh, all right. My A is messing with me. <laughs> I thought you said butch recognition. Like, you can't recognize. <laughs> What's going on? That dude said blitz recognition. Yeah, All right, cool. Yeah, I understand. I, and I see strokes in space and blocking in the screen game. That's okay. It. All right. What's, you got shot to stop it? No. All right. Shot to stop it. Nipsey Hustle fans let him down. Oh. And what I mean what by that, as as... As a person who knows Nipsey Hussle by name, I never like listened to his music. But if you if I hear the name Nipsey Hussle, the first thing I I can say I know about him for sure, and the, probably the majority of people who know the name but don't know the music is he's a crip from from Crenshaw, and he had a couple like two viral videos of him fighting and slapping somebody. Yeah, and the reason I say they let him down is all this positivity that he's been spread, that he's doing, has, he's done in his life. Why is it coming out the day he dies? Why hasn't the fans who've been people who've been fan of him since ten years now, two thousand nine, ain't put that energy out? Like even if he just started doing it, that should have been flooded. You know what I mean? That's what I mean by they let him down. Well, then Pushed him, but it's only about certain amount. If you're not on that, 
you know, upper scale, you're not gonna get that much love anyway. Because if you ain't the Drakes, the Kendricks, no matter who you is, no matter positively or negative, it's just, See, it's, I, it's, I, just, it just depends on the, the, the fans. See, this is why I disagree with that. Because I know Killer Mike does a lot in his community. I know E-40 who ain't put out, I ain't never to a damn E-40 album. I know the ugh and all of that. But I know he's he the truth in Oakland. You feel me? Right. Like, I, but but I'm, like in the community, you know he, he's, he's killing it. Like the bigger names like Common, Chance, yeah, you get that. But come on. Like if Nick was doing it, like why that one put out there? I mean, one is uh, regency bias. Not a lot of people over here really, you know, get to see what he's doing over here on the other coast. Okay. Um, I've been a, a fan of Nip, I say about five years now. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that West Coast sound. So like a lot of West Coast dudes, I'll listen to that. I can put out there and I'll say something, but again, it's one person. Right. Like he's saying right. whatever. Like, I just posted in February that him and Lauren London is, like, my favorite celebrity puppy now. Because, mm. yeah. like, he was, like, a, a good, humble dude, and Lauren is always fine. Mm. Like, even the love that he gets from the kid. <laughs> he's stupid. qualified him as a couple. <laughs> <laughs> Her look. That's all she had to do. Now, you know, he a good, humble dude, but like, she all fine. All <laughs> all <laughs> go ahead, Shorty. I see you. I see you, Nip. All the love that from his kid is, like, not new. Yeah, yeah, I've always seen them with like the the upper echelon of artists. So I'm like, yeah, always see that, but I don't, I didn't see like the bombard of love and yeah from the the core fans. Like I'm a Nas fan, and you, even if Nas isn't Nas, you would know the positivity that he is. He's all about positivity. You feel me? Like that's that's him. I ain't no Nipsey Hussle who was a crip. His music was positive? I didn't know that. Hmm. I didn't know that. Like, you think, all right, he a crip. I'm thinking, all right, some, some gay shit. <laughs> like, you feel but, me? But, but you answered your own question, right? So you're saying his fans. You, you're not talking about, like he said, he was well-known like in by rappers and people who were doing big things. Yeah. It's for the fans to know him as the crip, to know him as the guy who has put out different videos of smacking people. That's what people relate to, unfortunately. Sad. And that's the sad part. So when that's Damn. all they know him by, or all they willing to recognize, oh, and, and expose, glorify, yeah, glorify, yeah. yeah, that's the issue. And that's, that's, it's not an issue with Nipsey Hussle; it's an issue with us. As yeah, people. and that's why I say the fans let him yeah. down. Mm-hmm. We in a day society where negativity. Mm-hmm. And any positivity has ever been shown. Yeah. And, 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 and the weird, like the weirdest thing is, we say the media, you know, negativity sells, but we're the consumer. Yeah, we dictate the market. Mm-hmm. So if we dictating on our, we we gonna brush plants that we gonna keep pushing positivity, positivity. The narrative has to switch because you ain't gonna be able to appease the consumer no more. It's never gonna happen. It's never going to happen. Cause not, because you can't get that many people united to do it. Correct. It's never going to happen. Mm. It comes with a level of maturity, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I never was really big on, like, negative fight videos. Or yeah. Reality TV. Like, reality TV right. is not me at all. 
Right. Numerous people. Right. Yo, you know what else I I realized that's that's negative that that people do, like subconsciously. Name a hot song. Like say okay, say it's blue blueface Tatiana, right? It's a terrible song. Absolutely terrible, right? But it has the ear of a whole lot of people. Mm-hmm. In fact, no, I ain't gonna take that because that's a bad example. That's just terrible. Um Kendrick. Take the, the we gonna be alright. Think how how heavy in rotation that was. That was like it, it was like every hour, two or three times. Man, I'm getting tired of this. Mm. Why are you getting tired of it? One, the boy, he living out his dream, and every time he get a spin, he getting a royalty check. You should root for your brother, even for Blueface. It might be trash, but all right, he living his dream. You should root in that regard. You know what I mean? Mm. But it's like we, no, I don't hate that. Shit. It's just mindset. yeah, it's just weird. It's weird. Negativity spreads Yeah. Sweet. All right, one. I got one more shot to stop it. Actually, no, I'm good. I'm good. We got enough. I want to ask one question to the coaches in the room. What is the number one skill that's unteachable for office players? I'm sorry. Wide receiver. Unteachable skill that they can possess that's unteachable. I don't know if it's toughness a skill. How about say physicality? Yeah, only that's just something you gotta have. It's a mindset. You just have to have it. Like it's just the like if you could put imagine having Steve Smith's mindset in Lima Swede's body. Like everything else, like you say, can be taught. you can get on the All right, y'all gonna stop this. That's two weeks in a row. Y'all talking about some damn Lima Sweet. I'm just saying, like, like you can take yo. the worst. You can take the worst part. If Lima Sweet follow one of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think it was nice on college game day, though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's well, the physicality. Look at this. <clears throat> Former Steelers wide receiver Lima Sweet is suing the NCAA for concussion suffered in college. This was yesterday. Look at this. Y'all done talked them up in the media. Y'all just ridiculous. Go ahead, Limas. Get that money. Lime oh, us. Ridiculous, man. That's why, that's why he couldn't do nothing in the NFL. Nigga was concussed. <laughs> yeah, he, had, he had no wherewithal. Just drafted. Right. 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 But let me see. <laughs> Toughness. Yeah, the physicality. That's the mindset. You can't teach it. And... Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that would, I think that would be it. Everything else, you're pretty much you can you can teach incorrect. Can't teach speed, but right speed. But physicality is, to me is more important than speed. Yeah, like a different. I ain't gonna say just physicality. I'll say a, a good mindset is right. Toughness mindset. Yeah, tough. Okay, right. Yeah. All right. Got the I am series. John still ain't say who he is. Edge rushes. Pass rushes is here. We're gonna kick it off. Me? No, no. He the uh I'm the mediator. He said he the mediator, he ain't picking nobody. I didn't pick nobody. Yes it does. It's three people. Y'all can go ahead and I can yeah, I mean mediate. Well, I let you go first because we know who they got. I'm curious. No, you said he got first because he went FSU. 
Oh, yeah, he you know damn. What? You he's a Florida Gator. And you I think the, I think John should go last because the right. suspense of who right. he got. You picked the Florida. You a Florida Gator fan? Yes, through and through. And you picked the Seminole. No, yeah, never. Damn. Yo, how do y'all disqualify just from that alone? <laughs> Brian. I'm trying to give you a nickname. I'm trying to give you a nickname. <laughs> Hey, I thought the tape would dictate that. <laughs> Brian Burns, Florida State, 6'5", 249. 4'5", 40. Versatile edge rusher. Can play rush or can cover on the outside. Um, speed guy with strength. That combination of speed and power is amazing in sports. Saquon Barkley. Bo Jackson to go from that, that that speed power combination is unstoppable. Um, and as we said, toughest mindset and a motor is just something that you can't really teach. And he has that; he's all over the field. Um, I have Nick Bosa across from me here. Mm. He's great with pass rush, but again, it's edge. So when it comes to setting that edge and Ooh. not letting somebody get around that edge, Ooh. Brian, be a running back. Ooh. Brian, I, I got that covered. Brian, Ooh. please, Brian. I got that covered a little bit Ooh. better than most. Oh my god, that's where the edge is. Ooh, that run game. Ooh. My rebuttal to that comment, and that comment alone, will be a video that I'm going to post. Oh, on, on Facebook. Oh, because I didn't watch Brian Burns film. You done? Is Brian done? Let me tell you something about Brian. Brian slow as hell off the ball. <laughs> oh, he ran a four. What he ran in the combine four five. And he's still slow off the ball. Jeez. He gets blown off the ball. You talking about setting the edge? Yeah, Where's your edge? Ten yards downfield. Come on, Brian. Let's go. You are average at best. Jesus. And I'm gonna post a video to prove it. I'm gonna post a video. To prove it. That's all I got to say about Brian. Mm. Now, wow. Brian is a little bit too reactive. A little bit. Like a, a slight bit of tad reactive. Instead of forcing a play. But that can be taught. And he definitely needs to get stronger in the next level. His bull rush, I gave. I break the city. But his. Let's see. Uh, that was generous. <laughs> I give a speed rush a B. Oh, we could have picked. He picked Brian Burns. Brian Burns. Mm. All right, so come on, Nick Bosa. What you got? All right, so let's talk about Nick Bosa. Everybody know my brother, but I ain't about to be possibly the number one overall pick because of my brother. Uh, <laughs> I'm the best pass rusher in this draft for multiple reasons. I'm the best pass rusher in this draft for multiple reasons because, one, my speed rush is high, is graded at an A. Not because of how many sacks I have, pause, but because of how much I hurry to, I hurry the quarterback and collapse the different pockets. As far as setting the edge, I set the edge and collapse and, and, and squeeze down the line of scrimmage better than any other pass rusher in this draft, any other edge player in this draft. With the exception 
of Cleveland Farrell. So he's probably the only person I have ranked ahead of me on the run. But the thing is, you can't get everything that I bring in every single player in this draft. I'm the best of both worlds. I can rush the passer and I can set the edge. Not only that, uh, my stunts inside, my swim move, my rip and dip, all that is better than everybody else. That's why me, Nick Bosa, having the best pass rusher in this draft. Now, real quick, um, the mediator. Is that my what's my rebuttal? That, that'd be petty if that was my rebuttal. <laughs> he picked a white boy, but he couldn't pick his brother. He refused to pick his brother last year. I mean, Correct. Because his Joey brother's mindset. Is a dog, man. Now, I think Nick has the ability to be better than Joey. I just don't like him in the run. That's, the, that's my only critique against him. Let me find this. Now, now, real quick. All this, I'm the best this, I can do this, I can do that. What fucking film work did you see? Hey, you. First of all, was it when you, this nigga was hurt. Like, yeah, yeah, if you look, hurt since high school. But look at my film from last. My film last year shows you that I'm the best one in this in this draft, and that was last year. I mean, I that, got better. That is pretty impressive that a guy who played only what a quarter or a couple snaps of this season is going Guess number how many one. Snaps I got in the last five games, four and a half, in the last five games, in five games. That means if I had played all of them, I would at least had. 12, 13, maybe 14. Because, you know, we, they probably played some low-budget guys. He you probably know I mean? racked up. You know, I, I definitely would have racked up against them. Because yeah, he was racking up against that. I mean, come on, bro. Was I got four in the last six? five, bro. Come on, man. Four in the last five. That's crazy. Four sacks in the last five. Huh? What edge is he setting? What you mean? He don't set the edge. That's why I didn't give him the number one. Brian. Brian, please, bro. Like, I'm literally... I'm literally on YouTube right now looking for the the, <laughs> the, the video I, I I watched of yours when you got demolished, and it will be wow. posted. Mm. Brian Burns. So, who, who we got over here? Well, ladies and gentlemen, Not I am. What? No. Really? Mm. Damn. All right, I got a rebuttal. Yeah, all right, go ahead. Ooh. <laughs> that Oh no! Oh shit! So, um, I am Zach Allen, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, Boston mm. College. With uh, total of sixty-one tackles, twenty-six solo, thirty-five assists, six and a half quarterback tackles, a forced fumble, interception, and seven uh, batted defensive. I'm the overall underrated defensive end mm. in this draft. Mm. I, not only can I set the edge, I have more than one move. I have a swim move. I have a ball rush. Mm. I, have, I can actually do stunts. Mm-hmm. Other than like Bosa, who just uses his hands and get around the edge and think that's going to get him to life. It will. Wait. In the truck rally? <laughs> My it. brother's there, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I have traits like J.G. Watt because I can not only – Get to the line of scrimmage and, and board rush you. But if I can't get to you, I'm going to jump up in the air and bat, and bat the ball down. Mm. So yeah. I, that's all I got to say. Mm. I, look, Zach, let me tell you something. First of all, let's establish one thing. Only per, only people that say if I can't get there, I'm gonna bat the ball down. It's people who can't get there. <laughs> and, let's just, and let's just keep it real, right? You know what I mean? Look, everybody, that's everybody taught you to do that, Zach. But you take that as that's like your medal of honor. If I can't get there, I'm raising my hands so I can bat this ball down. You're the, Zach. Of, you're the king of can't get there because your ass is still raising your hands. Cheer your team on. Zach, look, 
<laughs> Look, when I came back, I produced. Produced what? I produced. I was hurt. Mm. Four right sacks in the last five games. Mm. What are the last five games? What are you talking about? Now, I ain't see you in the bowl game. I ain't see you versus. Mama, what am I playing bowl games for? You hurt. You hurt way before that. Yeah, right, I ain't playing no more. The last five games. The last five games I played, I had four sacks. Who was that? The beginning of last year? 2017. You know what? You know what? Let me. Let me. I was going to Zach Allen, but let me just go back. I'm just saying, Zach, you just not a. If you can't get home, you can't get home on a pass rush. And that's just what it is. And you ain't never getting home on a pass rush. What? what And what's going to happen then? Bruh. That's the reason. You ain't going to fight. You ain't got no motive. Mm. Look, you lack dynamic burst. And that's just what it is. You cannot get off the you, – you get – if you on occasion you do get to the quarterback, it's because of either a coverage sack. Hurries, I would have more hurries than you because I would bull rush my offensive tackle. Let's make that Look, bet, Zach. Let's, like, pick, like let's, to, take a, let's make a, a bet. I'd like to pull up um, just a quick stat for Nick Bosa this past season. He played in three games, the first three games of the season. He had 11 solo tackles, 14 total, six – Tackles for loss and four sacks. Ladies and, and gentlemen, fumble, force fumble. Ladies for a and gentlemen of the jury, I rest my case. Yeah, he a, and he picked up a fumble for a touchdown. Three games. Three games. Three, Zach. Three. Three, three games. Three and games. You know what that means? And those games. That means you better. They better be damn glad I I ain't play. That's what that means. Mean you got the you got an injury prone ass like you uh let's see. Let's see. I'm gonna call you Dirk now. Your body broke up that bad. Wow. Wow. That, that, was a, that was a shot not at at uh at me. At me. Yeah, that was a shot so, at, at me personally. And, and those three games were against um Oregon State. I mean that's the game he scored they picked up the force fumble. Um the offensive tackle couldn't block him at all. Ohio State beat Oregon State seventy seven to thirty one. Second game was against Rutgers, fifty-two to three, and then the third game was against TCU, forty to twenty. That's Commonwealth University is a very, very well established university in the you South. I don't care. The Horn Frogs are Texas formidable. Brian, right? What are you, doing? <laughs> Brian? Please, sorry. Right. You know what, Zach? I can't even button. Yo, I got to pull up Brian film, bro. Come on, Commonworth. What the world? Mm. Look, look, he look, look at Brian Burns right here. He look out of position. He look like he look. He look. He, he can't get home. Play outside linebacker and defensive end. He played edge and he got abused. Your best, your best tape. Oh, I'm putting, I'm putting them, I'm putting up. What's the name? Division tape. Tech. Where you at, Brian? Nowhere. You are nowhere to be found, Brian. You know what? I'm saying this. How do I? <laughs> Here's my question to all of y'all. If you had to pick somebody outside of the people we named, who is impressive to you guys? As in what? As an edge, edge player. Like, I seen the Ravens were looking at Sharif Miller out of Penn State. They got a um, – I'm be honest with you. I don't like Sharif Miller. Like, I think he's a liability in setting the edge. So, it, it, he's not a guy on my list for the Ravens to pick. Um, Sweat. Sweat, Clemens, Furl, Furl, and Sweat would be my two. Okay, I actually like the other um guy from Clemson too, number seven, Austin something. But um, I don't, I don't think he came out, did he? 
I don't think Wilkins I don't know if it came out even, but Wilkins D Tech. Him and Dexter Lawrence inside guys. I actually like Joe Jackson out of um Miami too. I, I I thought Joe Jackson looked pretty good. Um what's the other guy out of Old Dominion? Got a little Shane. bit of oh, O'Shane, yeah, I like O'Shane. So we got some guys that we could possibly get, but I don't I don't think that uh Sharif is the answer. Let me just say that. <laughs> Herb saying to kill hurry a bus, a wide receiver that we always call out every year and never seem to get. And so I'll tell hope don't even why he get his his hopes up for it. It ain't happening. So I I don't know. But that's the, all the fun goes down at Bill Bateman's, Kenwood Avenue, NFL Draft, Thursday, April 25th. Y'all know how y'all know what happened last year. Last year we had a great turnout. We had anywhere between 20 and 30 people out there, and we had a ball. Um, we had a ball laughing at everybody's picks, um, including the Ravens. Trading back into the first round, Kit Lamar. Lamar, I can't throw a damn thing. Uh, Is there ever a time that you're going to knock a skirt off in a draft? I was upset about that because I I just knew we were getting Cortland Sutton. I'm like, yo, we about to get Cortland Sutton right here. And they was like, no, no, not Cortland Sutton. Yeah, okay, all right, so where we at? Oh, Lamar Jackson, all right, all right, okay. And then I was like, you know what? I was like, Hurst going to be there. If we just go ahead and get um, what's the the safety at Derwin James? I, I ain't never wanted a Florida State University player in my life until we got down to twenty five and twenty two, and Derwin James was still there. I'm like, what are we waiting on? Go ahead and put that in there, cause, huh? Oh yeah, we traded out of sixteen. I'm sorry. So when we got when we got pushed back to twenty two. And push back at 25, I was like, Hayden Hurst is going to be there in the second round. We can wait. We can wait on this. We can even go back another again. But then we picked Hurst, and I was ups- I was excited about it. I just still think he needs to be let loose, and hopefully Greg Roman can use him the correct way. Use him correct way yeah. Is there anybody that y'all felt um, good about coming out of last year's draft that y'all no longer feel good about? And, on this team? On any on any team. So I mean, we had um, anyway. I feel like he's getting a raw. I feel like he's get, he's not being treated fairly, especially if Arizona do what they supposed what they want to do in the number one pick. I was high on Josh Rosen. So let me ask you this: How's he not being treated fairly? If he was picked as a top ten pick last year, mm-hmm. and their odds is on a number one pick for another quarterback, it's kind of so. Is that not fair to him, or is that saying that they don't agree with the way he handled himself it's, on and off the court? I, I mean, mean it's, not the to, it's not fair to him because I mean it's not his fault that his quarter, the coach that picked him, got fired one year. Right. Well, let the record show. I said I did not like Josh Rosen last year. I also said I did not like the next person that I'm about to bring up, which is Sam Darnold. I don't. I don't think, I Sam, think Sam Darnold was too turnover prone. All oh, right. 
and that was the book on him. When was he turnover prone? When he got pressure. So, like, that's what we said. That's what we talked about last year. I said, under pressure, you was like, oh, we, well, I mean, anybody can like that under pressure. Yeah, but in the NFL, you really going to be under pressure. If you're under pressure like that in college, you're going to be under pressure like that in the NFL. And it's shown. So, I'm not I'm not sold on him. Even, yeah, they got Le'Veon Bell. That may help out a little bit. Le'Veon and CJ kind of CJ. Oh, yeah. Well, CJ, I mean, I don't know. Look, I'm, I'm not I mean, mad at CJ Lee. defense a little bit better. Sam Donald just need to hand the rock over 25-plus times. To find Bell at least 30 touches a game, no matter how you want to spread it out. Yep. He need a consistent tight end mm-hmm. to make his progression and, and to make his job easier. He's a gunslinger by nature, so he's going to try to do shit he ain't supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why I want to say a couple games that they had, they was up and they was winning, that they should have lost. After a while, he's just doing he, he's doing dumb shit. To me, Sam Darnold is uh, what's the boy in Detroit? Stafford. He's Matthew Stafford at best. At his absolute best, he's Matthew Stafford. To me. And what about uh, Josh Allen? Josh Allen. I actually like what Josh Allen did. Josh Allen took over that team. They had to let him loose a little bit because he was like a pretty much a running quarterback. Right, you mean throwing the ball? Yeah. I just felt like he needs to be a little bit more patient. I felt like they gave him the keys to the offense. He just needs to be a little bit more patient within the offense and not just take off and possibly risk injury and things like that every time he takes off. I believe he won that team over. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt in my mind. Like, I mean, I, you know, you just watch little side videos. When I watched a video of him after the last game, he stood in the locker room and dapped up every single player that came in there. Like, that's stuff leaders do. You can't teach leadership like that. So, when everybody was like, oh, Joe, Donald's going to be the best, and, and um, other dude, uh, Rosen, Rosen going to be the best. Yeah, but we seen Rosen was a, was a, a douchebag anyway yeah. from his interview. So, I already knew that. I just didn't like the way Donald played. That's why it ain't nothing to do with his personality. But Rosen's personality is a, is a guy that, like a big Ben personality. It's coming out now that nobody wants to play with Ben. Because Ben wants to do things his way and not, you know, respect other players and stuff like that. That's Josh Rosen. So don't nobody want to be dealing with that from no grown ass man, bro. Like, come on, I'm grown out here. I ain't no kid. When it comes to before we jump to the, the Ben thing, I think that's two way street. Okay, between him and the whole team. Other guys. The whole. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. that players, I don't care what Ben, where he feel like he is on that level on that team or how he feel like he's on top, but then he's still a player. And then you have the coaches and the owners. It's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. You can't have Ben, Bell, and and Tony Brown doing the same stupid shit and then letting them get away with it, not letting them get away with it. It's, it has to be an even kid. Mm-hmm. Is it? Could it be that some of the old Steeler players, leadership from the old Steeler players, is gone now, and they don't have anybody? Um, I, what's the word I'm looking for? Looking after it or governing the locker room? You know what I mean? Because back in the day, you weren't doing that stuff with Ray and them. Yeah. To me, I don't think you would do that with Hans Ward and other guys like that either. Right, but that's the respect level that. Ben probably had for them. Mm-hmm. He probably had that for uh, um, Hines and Heath and mm-hmm. had the Foots and 
all the rest of the, those those bars right yeah. there is different from the millennials that he can't that that he came from behind him. Mm-hmm. He probably don't respect the way they do things. He probably don't feel. He probably can't connect. It's a different it's a different time and era. So he probably mm-hmm. feel like all right, we cool here, we cool there. We might I might fuck with you, talk with you on the phone. But you come to my house every day, or you do. I just mm. don't feel it with you like that. Right. He might have that relationship with somebody else, but not with them. Right. They might take that personally because we, we know how it is. Mm-hmm. Niggas sucking the, the bottle on the titty. They they, they they grown up different. Right. Brown always thought he was above anything and everything, mm-hmm. and he showed that in his character, no matter what. He was the Floyd Mayweather of the NFL. Ooh. Oh. Wow. I'm thinking about it. He's definitely a diva. Definitely a diva. I'm just trying to figure out if this has been brought on. I mean, it's something to be said about a six-round pick that comes on and works his tail off to be the best wide receiver in the the game. No one's taking that from him. Right. And I'm about to say it's another thing to do that and to have your accomplishments overshadowed by a nonchalant attitude and – you know, I'm better than everybody attitude. So that's, that's the, the part that I have a problem with. No matter if you have a coach, that is your coach. You report to him. Mm. It's a respect factor that is not there. Yeah. He's a grown ass man, you a grown man. Don't just because you feel like you've been a grown ass man since you was a child mm-hmm. doesn't mean you have to you can't respect this man. Right. I agree. It's it's just different now. Now the Tony, the, the Le'Veon Bell situation, I felt like was always in jeopardy no matter what, ever since the incident with him and, and, and Blunt having that suspension over the head. Right. Because it's always been shown that no matter what, that offensive line can still produce with any running back behind them. That's true. Because they did that with the Angela Williams here. Now, some of them fucked up and fumbled here and there, but they showed that offensive line can produce. Out there. Even the, uh, they, are they explosive? No, but you don't always. You just need a downhill runner to move and change. Even against us, the, the running back that came from here and went there, mm-hmm. I can't remember his name, but you remember the the undrafted rookie free agent. Yeah. I, it was something like that. I know, but he had. It was somebody that went off. Um, so I I agree with that point. Did you find out? You found somebody? Um, no, I was just going through. Last year, I don't know how, <clears throat> excuse me, how well any of these guys did, but I was looking through the quarterbacks that I, like, I'll rank my quarterbacks, and our current quarterback I thought was in my top five is not in my top five ranking mm. for last year. Mm. And who was that, Lamar? Lamar. Yeah. Well, out of quarterbacks that came out last year? Mm-hmm. Wow, so who who you got above I him? Had, Rosen, Donald, Allen, Baker, and Mason Rudolph. So do you still have him outside of get outside of top five, Lamar? I can't. I had to move Mason just because we haven't seen anything from him. Oh, okay. But I think Mason Rudolph would have fit with our offense better because it was already set for a strong on quarterback. Yeah, we agree. Completely the whole I completely agree. It's it's funny that the whole situation. Like, I tried not to get into that argument 
with people when they start, you know, doing the whole, oh, so this is why I like Lamar right here. He practicing with receivers right now. You ain't never hear that out of 9 to 5 Joe, $20 million quarterback. I'm like, for one thing, that nigga need to practice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even see why. Like, you, like if you happy, Brett, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Get better. Don't act like it's sitting there, like, hey, he got an arsenal at his hip where he can just throw from one sideline to another sideline. Throw that bitch on a dime from the 20 to the 40 on the other side. Like, it ain't nothing. Like, he got better stuff he could be doing. Right. <laughs> Not to mention, Joe didn't have the luxury of how many times did Joe have the same receivers over and over and over again, year in, year in. Yeah, we had Derek Mason right. and it's but it showed though. It showed that it. Don't be Derek Mason. That nigga had a broken arm in eight, uh, He still was catching every day, yo. But that's what I'm saying. It showed their connection. That connection showed on the field, right? Yeah. I mean, it's only so much you can time and you can get. And, and, you know, summer. Then summer, the off-season workouts and stuff like that. I mean, let's let's just. <laughs> and then I made the argument that was saying that okay, you name all these top echelon QBs who's making all this money, and they got their off off-season workouts. Other than Brady, who the fuck is still getting rings? Mm. So you can have off-season workouts, don't mean that shit gonna translate yeah. to win the Super Bowl. That's I what, agree. That's what I completely agree. Yeah. So you can be mad at somebody making twenty million dollars. Mm-hmm. I don't care what he making. He earned it. Yeah. He bet on himself. You run the organization. I'm, I'm going to be mad at you because you bet on yourself at a 9 to job. You said, man, I'm better than this nigga. I'm going to prove it to you. Mm. And you do it and you get a $10 raise. I'm going to be mad at you. Fuck no. And, it, and if that's the case, if the organization felt that he wasn't worth it before that run, then they should have felt the same way after that run. You should have let him go. You should have let him and go. And you bet on the draft. You Correct. You blame somebody for signing a contract that's yeah. in front of you. Right. And you don't sign it yeah, so I mean I think that's a, if you anybody's to blame here is the organization sure. because uh, like I said like everybody was getting max deals around that time except for Joe Flacco's weapon what you guys like, said last you week you had Tory Tory Smith played four years in Baltimore and was gone mm-hmm. Jacoby Jones played two years in Baltimore was gone Q played what two years in Baltimore or three years in Baltimore and was gone. Mm-hmm. Derek Mason was here for the flat over what first two three years and then was gone. So you don't play any wep- any money in your weapons, no. and wonder why your quarterback is not producing. Right. Well, you got different weapons and different coordinators every year. Every organization <laughs> that was sorry or wasn't producing offensively made that jump or put themselves in position to get a weapon for that player. Now it doesn't help that Ray Rice had the situation that he had and hurt his check down weapon. It don't. It don't hurt. It don't help that Dennis Pitter had a, a, a life changing experience with a Bo Jackson injury. It don't help that you know your your organization feel like defense. That's it. That's the key. Defense win championships. So you put all your money, all your all your all your eggs into one basket by going free agency defense. Put yeah. your money in there. Draft the defense. Put your money in there. Yeah. You've been doing it for five or ten plus years and. Not to, mit, not, not to mention, you can't stop nobody. 
when you when you facing the Steelers, mm. how many heartbreaks do we see on New Year's Eve, or, or Christmas, on any other day with Cincinnati, on same routes, on double teams? You can't stop nobody. Why? Because you got a free agency that's slow, who can't walk nobody down. There's no reason why we should lose to the Jets. There's no reason why we should lose to the Giants with uh, uh, Odell Beckham. On a slight pass and going down the field. And the Bears, yo. The Bears ran the ball 55 times. There's, there's no reason why uh, CJ Mosley. I'll never forget it. Quincy Numa took a slant 60 yards to the house. Right. How after drafting defense? How? That's, oh. that's, that's, that's being mad, but the Bears shit made me even mad. Mm-hmm. CJ Mosley missed the tackle in the hole. <laughs> Nigga, Howard, uh, um, what is his name? Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard, fuck off. Then mm-hmm. what happened? Uh, Eric Weddle tried to go for the trick. Fuck are you doing? 80 yards downfield. Mm. Are you serious? You have a, as we call the top 10 defense, top five, whatever that year was, and you can't stop nobody. You playing teams with, with backup QBs or a team that don't have no chemistry one time. Now you praising the stats because you a top we five. We lost to the Redskins too, didn't we? Yeah. We lost to the Redskins that year too. Why? Because another reason why, because the offense wasn't gelling. Defense couldn't really get off the field. He had a chance to score, but C.J. Moley going for a Statue of Liberty play, fucked his leg up, ended up getting a fumble in the back of the end zone, which was a, a drive killer, motivational mm-hmm. killer, whatever. It's just you can't put all your money in defense and cry Joe, Joe, Joe. You're fucking stupid. Is it safe to say that the organization refused to adapt to the times in the NFL, which was a pass-happy league? Yes, and that was a bad thing, and that was a it was also a good mindset because they still felt like if they had a run game mm-hmm. with a defense, like they try to put all their money, all right, we get enough stops, ain't nobody going to score on this. We can make something happen on offense. Mm-hmm. only thing problem was your offensive line was never that good because you couldn't replace Burt. You couldn't help find uh, a complement to yards on the other side. You didn't have the tackles, so that hurts your team. Found, right. The foundation of your offensive line hurts your team and hold, hurt Joe career. And for the and let's let, remember this: we have Vladimir Dukas starting for us on the offensive line, who's a journeyman offensive lineman at best. So, just think about that the next time y'all decide to just try to throw Joe under the bus. Like I understand, like he underperformed, but what's really underperforming? If I can see a quarterback throw five thousand yards, but he throw twenty picks, and he's still top ten in the draft next year. Mm-hmm. Are you are you performing really? Are right. you really doing any good for your team? I mean, and and you think about it, like you said, it it, it it comes down to continuity on the offensive side of football. A lot, Tom Brady. You can say what you want. Tom Brady had Gronk. Tom Brady had uh, Edelman. He had um, Walker before that. Like he had guys for years that he can consistently work with and believe in the system and stay in the system. And thrive and, and, and push themselves to make themselves better mm-hmm. what they need to be done. Right. And I think our draft strategy, our draft what's the word? Like where we focus the draft. Our draft priority mm-hmm. has to change. It has to change with the <laughs> No doubt. Like, no doubt. We're still drafted like we playing Madden ninety eight. They trying to keep up with the Joneses of, of, of of the wrong t- of the wrong spot, they felt like they needed to go pass rush, pass rush. Be they trying to do what they did at, at tight end to what they did at defensive o- o- outside linebacker. You know what I'm saying? And draft, I know draft your tight ends, 
be versatile, kill the game, have a double uh, tight end set, but then on the defensive flip, I can have pass rushes for days. I can kill you here and there, and then we'll never be tied. We can plug and play this DA goal, get money, then we got another one. That works for here and there, that. but it just it wasn't helping our team go forward. I understand that. Now, what doesn't help that is someone who is now playing in Arizona. You can't keep trying to shut us out there. If you're going to keep stretching up your defensive ends and your, your edge rushes, I'm sorry, Suds can get in there for a play, but they're trying to get younger. You don't need these old niggas on the field that can't run people down. So you can't have the double the double bookends and then you got Suggs rushing and Judah dropping back and pass coverage because he's your best cover because Suggs is old. But he's also your best pass rusher. Right. And I'm not <laughs> feeling the narrative, oh, well, Suggs ain't counting against the cap for that much. Yes, he did. Suggs was count, counting against the cap for about almost 9 to $10 million a year. He, he counted against the edge. I don't give a damn about the cap. Well, well, it's both because now you can't go out and get somebody else. You can't put that money somewhere else. You can't put that money on a wide receiver because it's on an old, decrepit edge edge player that, at best, his pass rush is getting home on a cover set. Now, people criticize, like, to stay, stay on the Ravens. People complain about uh, Nick Boyle was signed. I didn't complain about it. I complain about the mindset. Like I told y'all, mm-hmm. I felt like when they signed him to the extension, I was like, oh, shit, we're going to run it by 25 plus time. And we're going to stay in the, the remember the Titans playbook. Right. Like, if you keep him and you, like, expand the playbook and he's still running the rock, that I, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that extra blocker. He killed people pulling the hand there. But you won't have to open that fucking playbook. And I, you need to show me. I agree. Uh, Herb said, uh, with the offenses getting the ball out quicker, are the Ravens smart by beefing up the secondary? I mean, here's my opinion on them beefing up the secondary. What they did was they allowed – they put themselves in a better position to play man coverage more. If you ask me by adding Earl Thomas and and keeping the corners that they did. But as far as getting the ball out quick, if your front four ain't ain't legit, then whether you get the ball out quick or not is, is irrelevant. But then, if you look at it, this this way it makes Tony Jeff. This should make Tony Jefferson play better. Cause I gotta actually a, a safety that can go back there and cover, be smarter. At least I can know he can get to the area and and cut somebody off. Right. This means you have time to develop your front four and see if they can get there or not. Mm-hmm. That means I have big bodies on the outside. I have enough skill inside to the point where, all right, we run man here and there. We be physical enough. All right, defense, get in. If, mm-hmm. they, if, they, if they don't have this, the talent, then that's when you should probably got Houston or you should have did something, you know, beat the draft. I'm all for, like you said, letting the young guys show their talent. Mm-hmm. I really am. I, I didn't want to sign Justin Houston. I didn't want to sign anybody at Edge unless they were a legit Edge player. And that, what they weren't out there in free agency for me. So I'm all for letting the young guys, let's see what they got. If they ain't got it, all right, then we know. Mm-hmm. And just keep it moving. Um, but I don't think that they done. I think they're going to draft an edge player here. I don't know how early. If they they did get uh, Cleveland Furrow, that would be awesome to me. Like, And then it would be another wasted draft, like having Tyus Bowser at number two, oh, the second oh, I mean, round pick. You should got to use it. I mean, but we, I don't care about using them right. at that point. You feel what I'm saying? Like, 
I mean, just you got to accept he's you a bust. The, I'm about to say you wasted a second round pick. If you draft Kevin Farrell in round one, you just said Ty Bowser was a wasted pick. Correct, but I think I think the cost is already willing to admit that. Like I think he's willing to admit Max Williams is a bust. Like hence the reason they resigned Tyus Bowser. At this point, he to me he's a bust. Tim like, Williams, huh? Tim Williams. Tim Williams. At this point, to me he's a bust. Like so, we wasted picks. We know this though, Al. Like, Al, this is this I ain't get mad more. more I know, more but mad. this ain't but this ain't news to you. Don't count because this shit should have been been digging at the court games and got fixed. Right? Yeah, you was yeah, you was but a little destroyed. You are you are already should have been done. You should have been trying you to keep your life. Up. We know, right. we know. Right. Like, so we knew this. We knew this the day of when this happened. We yeah. like Ty's Bowser. Herb is the only one sitting there. Like, all right. Ty's Bowser. I mean, nobody checking to see Ty's Bowser. You feel what I'm saying? Like, everybody knew what, that it was a, the wrong pick. Even Tim Williams. I was like, why? We just got Ty's Bowser. Like, why? Like, why? It's still people there. You still had great linemen there. You still had, like, I think it was the one from Indiana that, that year um, that went to the Chargers. Feeney. You, you had that Feeney there. So, it's like, yo, what are you doing? What, what What's happening right now? I even like the wide receiver that's at the um, the Titans of the Corey Davis, the other one, uh, Taewon Taylor. Taylor, yeah. But we all Western Kentucky. We yeah. see, we like him coming <laughs> out. It's a lot of kid, a lot of people that we like coming out. You know, I think that we should do that next week. We should really go through um, people that we should find the people that the Ravens expect to be contributors this year that, that recently drafted, and find out who went after them. Yeah, I mean, uh, even Herb said, said he admit that he was he was like, all right, but he was still upset that we didn't get Cooper Cup or um, or Juju. I, like, how can you not be? I don't understand how you can be a professional scout and not see that they're gonna be they're gonna pan out to be what we thought they were. Like, we ain't even professional professionals, and mm-hmm. and we we seen that. And we need. To, I knew Ty's Bowser wasn't gonna cut. <laughs> Tim, I, mean, I, just, I like Ty's Bowser in coverage, but I wouldn't have picked Ty's Bowser. Yeah, and I feel like Tim Williams was a pick to try to. I definitely like Tim Williams. Like the to, to, for them to try to think. All right, well, Bud Dupree did it, so maybe he can do it too. Like, no, Bud Dupree had also has interior pass rush too from Cam Hayward now, so that makes his speed rush that much more valuable. What well, we got? Brandon uh, yeah, Brandon Williams. Mm. I like Mike Pierce. I like Mike Pierce. As a as a zero and a Which one. Which always hurt? Yeah, but he was a fifth round, fourth or fifth round pick. So, but I mean, I just want—I want to see the young guys go. Let them go. Let them get paid somewhere else next year when they, you know. I said, I Bowser hope. would be a. Yeah, as a man, three people on the roster already is Bowser, Williams, and uh, Michigan dude. Um, Henry. No, I know. Oh, Michigan. Oh, um. Well, he only two years in. You talking about? Um, I know you talking about, but uh, what's the other dude? Dang, man, I know who you talking about. He, he and he like six nine too. Right. He's six nine, three hundred pounds, but he he like a three four defensive end. He not like a edge rusher. No, so, I was saying more you talking about as far as an interior pass yeah. rush. Hopefully, this year we get to see that. Like you know what I mean? And hopefully, Wink uses them instead of keeping okay. Brandon Williams out there. I mean, Cullen is definitely outside of that. He needs to get stronger. I mean, that's what I heard. You got Kafusi and Wormley. You talk Wormley. about Wormley. Yes. 
Um, you got Kafusi and Wormley. I would love to see Kafusi and Wormley Governor instead Irvin. of Irvin. Huh? Kafusi gone? No, he ain't gone. Is no, he? I'm dating I'm dating the Irvin. Irvin. Irvin's gone. No, Casey. Casey, family. Oh yeah, Correa gone. He definitely gone. <laughs> but I mean, if you telling me my pass rush this year gonna be Judon, Kafusi, Wormley, and um and either Tyus Bowser or Brandon Williams, I say okay. Let's see what they got. Because yeah. Wormley should be stronger. Kafusi gun? Where he at? Oh, he a free agency? Oh he, he must be a free he a free agency. But um he must be a free agent. But um yeah, so I mean I'm all I'm willing to see these guys. That pass rush. I'm really sick. Only not on Clellan was he wasn't strong. Who's? Oh, okay. Well, you need strength. Yeah, look, he can build strength. Right. The way he abused Jonah Williams on that tape, somebody tags the tags in the tape. That's abuse. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like the whole Clemson defense. I like what they did on defense, period. They built that defense. No, we ain't getting most of them, so that's a wrap. Y'all, y'all looking forward to anything uh, in this Final Four? Was left? Michigan State, Virginia Tech, Virginia. No, Michigan State. Michigan State, Virginia, Texas Tech, and mm-hmm. Auburn. Auburn. Who y'all got? Michigan State. Michigan State? Okay. I'll go with the best coach. Situation's the best players I've ever made. I want to see Texas Tech. No, even Texas Tech, Auburn, or Virginia. But mostly I want to see Virginia because they got there. They were number one so many times. They've been heartbroken. It's just time for them to get over the hump. Auburn had one of their players tear his ACL, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not picking oh, yeah, Auburn. Yeah, yeah he, he's he's that toughness to me. Like he was – that was a tough dude. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, sound like a Somebody. Nicki Minaj lyric. <laughs> but um, – so I, I guess I had to go Virginia here. I'll go Virginia. So I play Saturday – WrestleMania Sunday. WrestleMania Sunday. What a weekend. And then find the championship Monday. What a weekend. What a three days. It don't matter for Game of Thrones for me. Two weeks. Two weeks, sir. We got two weeks of Game of Thrones. We need to put a we need to put a poll up to figure out who they think out of the main characters is gonna die first. On Game of Thrones. Yeah, I feel like Game of Thrones will hurt my heart. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody's bad slip when you stand it. Yeah. yeah. Could be White Walkers. You never know. I would rather have that than that Cersei. Wow. The hate for the Lannister. The Lannister hate. Yo, I can't do it, yo. Like, we, should, we should do a block pool. And oh. randomly draw the people and <laughs> as they get killed off or whatever. With yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, that'd be legit. Whoever well, last stand and gets the yeah, that'd be legit. I'm picking uh, the Night King, so uh, <laughs> I'm trying to get Joe. Shit, I picked uh, the fat white dude. Oh yeah, he ain't gonna be in no harm's way. He always <laughs> makes sure he out of harm's way. Nigga, down there reading the scroll like I don't. Yeah, but. So I am serious next week. Running back. 
You get a receiver. You did defense, so we got to go back to offense. Um, right back before the bat. Quarterback, nobody can pick Tom Lightfield. Who would like to pick Probably say his the second best center in that's Mississippi State's uh yeah, I can't remember his name. But guess my my look, that's my thing. He he versatile. He versatile. I feel like he we can plug him and play him right now at left ta- left guard. And I'd be happy with it. I ain't been this excited about a, a center since um No. It, it, Pat Elfline. Like that was the last offensive lineman that I was like No, he was saying forty four. Oh. Um, that's why I said this track. Oh yeah. Forty four. I just think he stands up too high for me. Like he's gonna mm-hmm. have to eventually lower his fucking knees before he's able to put better standards. I think like right now I don't, I don't know how much school they doing. Like, you know, so I don't know how many times they got to do reps, little things like this. But when they get to the NFL, they're, like, they're going to be repping the hell out of this, this little small things that you're talking about right now. So hopefully that all of them will benefit greatly from that. Difference. Yeah. The technique and your balance, like little small stuff, just makes a big difference. It really do, especially when you get beat across your face. Like Jonah, Jonah Williams is going to need some, some, some kickstep techniques, something if he's going to stay at left tackle. So you can't really hide. That's the thing. You can't really hide players to right tackle anymore. That's true. That's true. Only, like back in the day, you had one pass rusher. Now everybody trying to stack up on T three. You hide nobody by moving to the right tackle anymore. Right, especially in our division. It took you so long. But who you got? It ain't Kevin Durant. Who you got? Who you got, James Harden? It's that seven footer that can't be stopped with no jump shot. Oh, Giannis. Giannis is scary good. We admit that. (laughs) But Kevin Durant is scarier to me. 
when healthy. When healthy, Kevin Durant, bro. That's the thing. You gotta add a when healthy. Kevin Durant always hurt. <laughs> yes, Herb. That's the guy I was talking about. Um, the center from Texas A and M. I said Mississippi State. I meant Texas A and M. But um, yeah, it's same color. Um, McCoy. But yeah, Kevin Durant, a healthy Kevin Durant, bro. Like it's a wrap. Healthy Kevin Durant can't be stopped. Can't be stopped. But you gotta say a healthy Kevin Durant. But he's mostly healthy though. Like he's been healthy the last two years when he's been giving them niggas the blues. A lot. Nigga been hurt. Nigga been chilling because he know he on a alright team. If you wanna fuck, you go back to Thunder. You know you wanna play every goddamn game. That's true. Go to New York, so you better be playing every goddamn game. That's what he saved his life for. Because when he do leave, he want me to play every goddamn game. Why? Why? Because Kyrie Irving will dribble the ball 20 seconds out the game. I mean, 20 seconds out the, out the shot clock. And then Kevin Durant will be. Well, well, tell me what's the difference over there. And then he'll be like, oh, see, that's why you don't like Kevin Durant because he, when, or uh, his point guard freezes him out. Like, then it's going to be the same deal. Any team. I would be saying the same thing about when you was with the Warriors because the ball's being passed around. But the ball's going everywhere. Right, but but that's that's <laughs> the thing. You gonna have to make that case. Every any team that's trying to get Kevin Durant gonna have to make a case for the system that the Warriors and San Antonio run, because how can you not one not want to be in that system? Like when you see how successful it's been for the Spurs at first, and then now Golden State. Like how can one not want to be? How can you you can, you can go to I'm gonna go to a New York sit down and say, yeah, look, our plan is to isolate you one on one. He can be like, nah. Isolate me. That ain't team basketball. That ain't how I won the last two, possibly this year, three championships. That ain't how San Antonio won. So who would want to go back to that to me? Like, that's why I don't understand. Houston gets hot. They do. But they don't run nothing. Like, you know what I mean? They don't run an offense. It's just that's, that's it's a the so. Same, it's the same offense yeah. that Cleveland slash. I 
that you don't like him. No now, that's one thing. That's why you can't crown him. Let's, t- let's call a spade a spade. I don't like you him. can't crown him the best player in the world because you don't like him. You don't like him. Oh, he got the call in. He got the call in. You have made him upset. He got the call in. Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Her, her so probably he's so damn frustrated right now about this. Yeah. <laughs> but I just don't understand. I understand. Look, your hate will not allow you to make it's not that hate because Kevin Durant used to be my second favorite player in the league. It's hate. It was a minute ago with Kevin Durant, my second favorite player in the league. Like it would be like equivalent like Kevin Durant. Somebody asked. He just can't. Don't stop talking. He like a female just won't stop talking. Yo. He, just wanna... he don't even talk that much. Yeah. He... he said, "Don't cut his comment short." What comment? I don't know. Oh, he said, "Say to all the Giannis." Why is Giannis being dominant at seven feet with all the jumper a thing to celebrate? He's doing what all skilled seven footers did. And does score close to the basket. The only reason why people mention a jump shot at seven feet is because of KD, and I disagree with that. What? Because Dirk did it. Oh, all right. I'm gonna go agree with that. I gotta take an L compliment to Dirk. Because they had to. He was scoring up to get his button. And handles and speed. <laughs> and footwork. Yes, it's Hakeem Olajuwon. And Hakeem Olajuwon was the greatest basketball player of the 90s besides Michael Jordan. I, I get all that. But why, when we don't celebrate, like, okay, well, Hakeem, you have a three point shot. Like, if Giannis is dope, Giannis is dope. Like, don't use it as a crutch. That's not a crutch. He, I didn't use it as a crutch. I don't think he uses a crutch. It's just that he made an observation. Yeah. An uh, accurate he's observation. The best player in the league, to me. Right now, he's the best player in the league. And I think that the you only... The reason that people would say KD is because KD has a jumper. But I feel like with Giannis... And I feel like the only reason you won't say KD is pressure. because you hate him. I just like Kevin Durant, yes, but he's the same thing as hate. That's hate. That's hate. That's hate. I ain't mad at it. I, I, I admire the hate. It's it definitely consistent hate. Like a black white supremacist over there. Yeah. <laughs> it's what? like constant hey, hate. <laughs> yes. LeBron defense. See, it's the difference cheering for LeBron when it is just LeBron. I can cheer for it when it's just LeBron. And I don't really care if Cleveland win. Nigga, LeBron doing his thing. When I need my team to win and I'm counting on LeBron to do it. And he played defense by throwing his foot out. Come on, bro. Come on. But guess what? You want to know the bad revelation about that? That's the same defense LeBron been playing for the last three or four years. That's but it didn't matter, though. It, it didn't matter because he had other talent around him. It didn't matter because I didn't care if he won or lose. I already knew that the Warriors were going to win. But I'm just saying that's the same. Did you see a difference in the defense the last couple of years? Or was that the same defense? That's the same defense to me. So, I mean, I got to go with that. 
Steve Lash, Be Productive, Be More. We like you. We out. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound foot of torque.